and welcome to podcasts. We're back with a brand new episode. And I hope you're, I'm just kidding. This is Space City Nerd. We're back uh, after, <laughs> after like almost a year hiatus because we've got some uh, important asks. Uh, we're going to be peeing in your Cheerios tonight, you guys. We could so, not uh, keep quiet. Yeah. I, especially after we got called out on 4chan. <laughs> can we, can we, let's introduce ourselves first. Yeah. Um, go first, Rex. You started oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Rex. You probably listened to this before if you didn't. Uh, I was the indie games editor when we were a zine slash website, and I've been on this podcast for a real, real long time. And then we have uh, the rest of the crew. We've got Jesus. Uh, I've been here since day one. Uh, I'm the guy that organized all the shows and stuff like that, and also the one that probably drunkenly talked to you and made you feel bad. <laughs> and then we have Ryan. I'm Ryan. I was kind of the marketing guy, but now the all-around guy. I'm in, addicted to the internets. I, I love the internets. <laughs> and then, then we have Alva joining us tonight. Hi there. I'm Alva, <laughs> and uh, I just like talking shit about bad conventions, so... Oh, dang. <laughs> well, you're in luck because we've got a doozy of a subject to talk about tonight. Holy shit. Now, there's one. There's a reason that we decided to re- come back and record. And of Rise course, so, from the grave. As you had it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I wanted to do the read it repulses. Like, ah, after 10,000 years. <laughs> but um, no, there, there's some stuff that's been happening up in Houston. Uh, we've got a little bit of a resume when it comes to, you know, hating on conventions that really treat the city and represent Houston uh, incorrectly and horribly. If you uh, if y'all remember, we um, really got into uh, Space City Con slash fandom slash Space City Comic Con for just like putting a black mark on this city. On not from for like, everyone was look outside looking in. We can say was... that fandom got Space City Comic Con just just put a black mark on us. It was terrible. Also, there was that time we pulled like a two or three month long trolling slash uh, cyberbullying campaign against fan or not Phantom Galaxy, uh, uh, Omega okay. Expo. Too many, too many bullshit cons trying to scam. Like nerds are easy to scam, fucking obviously, but God, like too many in Houston. Like too many people trying to scam the nerds in Houston. Yeah, get that nerd money. And so that's. Yeah. A, I mean, I guess we can talk about this. I guess that gives us. A little bit of a you know leeway to talk about this uh, gives a, a doctorate in this, I guess. Doctorate in um, Houston nerd community, yes. <laughs> yeah, I also would want to point out while we're uh, talking about that. In addition to the, the, these cons that we've toppled, we've also been covering conventions for uh, five or six years now, and most of us have been going for decades. I've been going yeah. to these things for over half of my life yeah. at this point. Unicon, Kaipalooza, um, we. Uh, classic games fest. Hell, we even went to that crazy party concert, Jared's epic party. Yeah, that was good, good times. times. Good time. Yeah, good got times. Sh- I got I got shot in the neck with a Nerf gun next to RoboCop and Marty McFly's original girlfriend. <laughs> I gave Vanilla Ice my business card and told him to call <laughs> me. <laughs> he's, gonna flip your, he's gonna flip your house. All <laughs> right. Still do that. <laughs> and I have Claudia Wells' number in my phone. Oh yeah, yeah. Marty McFly's OG girlfriend. She's a yeah. lot cuter. 
It's funny. She was really drunk. She's like, maybe I can be in conventions in Houston. Here's my number. I'm like, okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, um, what we're going to talk about is very serious, though. It is going to be Anime Mitsuri. Uh, It's coming up next week, Easter weekend. And there's a lot of lot of drama involved uh, with the con and well, actually the con chairs, yeah. and we kind of want to divulge more into that. Yeah. Uh, Ryan uh, Rex, who wants to do the history of anime Mitsuri? Well, I want to start off first. I'd like you know, well, let's just might as well name him, um, John Lee yeah. um, and Denise Lee. They've they've been part. If if you were interested at all with anything Japanese in Houston for the past 20, 15, maybe 15, yeah, 15, at least 15 years. years. Yes, you have been involved with with them. They, um, they're involved with arcades, fighting game tournaments, car shows, conve- and conventions, cosplay meetups, and whatever. Um, that would have been a problem if they weren't such bad business people. But... And I remember the, my, the first time I ever probably ever met him. Probably doesn't remember me who I am. But um, um, near U of H, when I still went to college, um, I would go there with my now wife to Stargate, which is like five minutes away. We had better arcades than there there was in um, uh, University of Houston. We'd go 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 get Bobo shop next. I'll go go get Bobo to the Bobo shop next door, and then go play arcades. And I heard that he ran down to the ground. Yeah, from what I understand, because I did okay. So I want to preface this entire sub, like this entire show, with we between all of us have been doing absurd amounts of research on the stupid convention well before, like a lot of like we've been working on this piece pretty much off and on for since the story broke in like 2015, like gathering. Yeah. Information. Some of the things we'll talk about later on, we've been gathering information on for longer than that. Um, but yeah, while I was digging around, uh, I had heard, I had gotten a lead that at one point, John Lee, when he was running fighting game tournaments at Planet Zero over a decade ago, this is around 2006, he had pissed mm-hmm. a bunch of people off in the community and gotten banned from the Shoryuken forums, which yes. for the vast majority of the 2000s and this decade were the number that was the online spot for the fighting game community mm. this was pre-facebook uh pre most things like now of course like everybody uses discord but this was a big fucking spot it was a huge deal when john lee got banned from the forums so i went through i spent about two days combing and archiving because the Shuriken forums actually got taken down in, it was like mid-February, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, not too so long R.I.P. in peace. Yeah, and the archives are like, like their actual forum archives are down now. But uh, yeah, I went through and saved a ton of stuff around, I guess this was around late January, that was related to him, Anime Matsuri, Planet Zero, uh, Texas Showdown, all sorts of, like, ridiculous drama, and I did, I found out at one point he was involved in Stargate Arcade, like Ryan mentioned, and I couldn't figure, I couldn't find any details, I chased this lead for about three or four days, um, I couldn't find any details other than multiple people across, uh, various different forums that weren't sure you can saying that he had gotten involved uh with the day-to-day management of the arcade center and had run it in the ground in which point he um, 
purchased it, Planet Zero. Yeah, it dis um, sorry, it just disappeared. One day I drove up there and it was gone. Um, and they had a symbiotic relationship with Lolly Cup, which is the bubble shop next door, mm -hmm. also gone. So um, yeah, so I, I didn't know, I didn't know what happened, and I was kind of bummed because uh, um, that was the only art place I know where SVC Chaos was. Yeah, I really like that game. Now here's the thing: uh, before we go any further, it's very important, as Rex has explained, that we've been researching and things like that. Uh, whatever we're saying is public record and has been, um, you know, it's been written out in places, it's been documented by people. Uh, it's nothing that we're just kind of pulling out of our ass and, yeah. you know. A lot of it has been original research, though, I do want to say. So if you do, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, hey, I don't know, this doesn't add up, whatever, message one of us. We're easy to find on social media. No, 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 don't, actually, nerd. don't, don't, you don't have to message us. In the description of this podcast, we're going to include a pastebin that it has a lot of this stuff in it already. Oh, that too, yeah. Yeah, but, like, there's other stuff, like the thing I just mentioned about the Shoryuken forums that is not on the pastebin, and I'm sure there will be other things that aren't on the pastebin that will come up. So, like I said, if something doesn't add up, contact us and let us know, and I will send you screen caps myself. I have a fuck ton of them involving this convention Rex, the lays business Rex practices yeah i've got i've been doing my due diligence on this for a while now uh moving along so that happened a decade ago it's been kind mm. of been going on over over close. a decade ago the this part of the story was around circa 2004 or 5 i want to say mm -hmm. and yes and, and coming into the future uh, we've been seeing a lot of the same behavior, uh, especially the, in the last couple of years. Lately, Anime Mitsuri has been hit with a lot of bounced checks, mm -hmm. not being able to pay people. And these are these are all public records from lawsuits. Um, yes, and then this was yes. this was, and then you know we'll mention the group later. But uh, this was released all on Twitter, um, all about like their their unpaid uh, lawsuits for different companies as well. Mm-hmm. Now, the big scandal right now is the fact that there are a lot of allegations of sexual misconduct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't even say allegations. I mean, there's a lot of testimonies of yes. sexual Legal, misconduct. Yeah, legally, though, we have to call them allegations right yes. now, unfortunately. Because yes. it's not, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not uh, judges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Allegations. Let's, let's leave it at that then. Yeah, um, it, it, su it sucks. It's journalism weasel words, but we do have to, unfortunately, <laughs> to, co to cover our own asses. Trust me, I would love to just savage this thing into the ground. We all would. But, but there, there are allegations of sexual misconduct from the, the con head. Um, that was in 2015 where it all blew up. And yes. shortly after, he gave out an apology saying... I'm sorry I did this, you know, put one of those, you know, I did well today kind of certificates together. and Which which, which I thought yeah. was crap. I read that thing, and first of all, the title of it was A Man in a Woman's World, which is totally shut my brain off right at that. There's yeah. no man in a woman's world. We all know, and I'm not going to be all patriarchy shit, but yes, this is a man-run world. This mm. is It's unfortunate. So... Trying to preface it to be like I am just trying to be a dude and this kind of went no shut the hell up 
Plus to the sexual harassment certificate, like you can find the site pretty easily. All you have to do is Google yeah. sexual harassment course online. It's one of the first links that you get. It's like an hour long uh, little course that costs like, what was it, like 15 bucks? So, but to, to rewind, to rewind, he was uh, alleged, um, sexual mis alleged sexual misconduct with somebody. The, mm -hmm. The, they were, um, you know, his, the, the language he used, uh, we joked about it a lot. And I know in past podcasts, the, how many orgasms have you, have you had? He yeah. Asked that to, I think it was a, allegedly a minor at, at, at the time. And um, and there was more of like trying to, you know, have some of his helpers and be like, go help this guy. Like, oh, yeah. And um, yeah, so that's totally totally not cool and when that came out it kind of blew up uh and you know the houston press covered it and then we're like what the hell what kind of like what why are you why are you doing this what, what why and i think uh you know you've listened if you've listened to our podcast before we're very we're we're, we're very like sensitive about you know having a safe atmosphere and yeah. things that are mm -hmm. like conventions and such um <clears throat> what resurfaced this year was you know the me too movement women give, getting that voice to be able to speak against uh you know their their just, predators basically yeah. mm -hmm. and uh there was a, a a youtuber that decided to uh bring all this back up and say hey we need a we need a change we need something to happen yeah you know we can't keep going this way to, to yeah yeah, and we can mention her because she's, she's she she was in the middle of this this controversy, which she kind of brought it back up because people yeah. kind of forget, and they were like, okay, AM is gonna have him, but like, um, scarfing scarves, uh, Lolita um, vlogger just brought it up, and we're like, hey, don't, and I, and I know like some people like she's very very being very aggressive. I thought thought I thought she was very cool, yeah. the way she delivered it. But I, I can understand people are like, she's like just very in your face, which, which again, I said I like. Um, Anytime but, a woman's mildly aggressive, people are always going to take it as like, ah, oh, in my face, she was. Exactly, wish. exactly. But like, yeah, she brought it back up. And then what happened, guys? Oh, they tried to sue her. Well, not, um, uh, well if you want to be technical about it, I'm doing air quotes. No one can see air quotes. <laughs> but it's, uh, but, yeah, but it's um, um cease and desist. We're like, shut up, legally shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. Which um, oh. might happen to this podcast, so listen to it as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are they gonna have a legal ground to stand on, though? Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, we're here to present facts. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, why can How can you shut up facts? So that that that. That had a Streisand effect to it. Like right when uh, Scarves got that uh, C and D, what did she do? She went. She well, first of all, they got her stuff um, taken off uh, YouTube. They yeah. did that that shady ass um, copywriting, which has not. There was no copyright thing. She has two copyright strikes on her channel, and there's she's not stealing anything. She was just doing a uh, a a a commentary. She's not stealing any footage. She's not using any music. She. She was just doing commentary, and it did hit her with a copyright strike. Yep. It's another form of harassment that happens actually quite frequently to a lot of YouTubers. Uh, 
One of our uh, podcast favorite artists, Kaptake, uh, actually got hit with a similar thing about three or four days ago, and all of her YouTube videos got wiped for like a day or two. That's yeah. Yeah. Was it Marvel with her Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> I really I don't know what happened. I just know she got copyright strikes, and yeah. they took down her stuff for like a little bit. And yeah. well, uh, moving back. Um, so scarves went. Um, to um, Facebook and then released a fa uh, her video there, which you know, you know, Facebook does not have the same kind of copyright protections or whatever you want to call it on there, and that proceeded to kind of explode, and she kind of went viral about it. And then after that, uh, the boycott anime Mitsuri movement happened. Yes. And yep. that has been. A whole nother can of worms right there. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna um, be on record saying that they're like one of the hardest working people um, on, like trying to uncover everything. That yeah. can't be one person. I feel like they're like digging this stuff up twenty four seven. That has to be like a group. Yeah. Yeah, they have, that has to be like 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 ten people at least. Is the amount of like effort, like I know just doing all of the research that we've been doing for ever is emotionally and physically exhausting i can't imagine 24 7 working single-handedly on just trying to gather information and spread information about this convention like uh i, I don't see how they do it but i'm so glad they do yeah. but it's also brought out a lot of the worst anime fans too Yes. Um, well, when all let's, this, let's, let's let's go look. First of all, let's um let's um let's delve on to um, boycott Matsuri. But we got to say boycott Matsuri's main goal is to raise awareness, and I'm taking those of their their uh, um, Twitter um, yeah. to raise awareness about the problems related to anime Matsuri convention in Houston, Texas, and its owners John and Denise Lee, and then they have a great little um BAM boycott anime Matsuri one on one on there and then they go i'm not going to recite it because it's, it's a lot if you want to go in there just go to twitter.com slash boycott matsuri so all is that they're saying is like we they are boycotting anime matsuri they're not going to go and they're trying to urge people to boycott it because of sexual harassment issues um poor guest treatment uh failure to pay guests and other vendors uh and contractors venues and attempting and this is one of the big things out to sabotage smaller conventions that yes. is a big story. and we and we have um, records of this with uh, like um, Delta H Con. Remember mm -hmm. the yeah um... Delta H Con, Comic Con. Uh, that's what it was called, right? Comic Con back in like 2007 when they scheduled them on the same weekend. Yes, I probably yeah. got the year wrong too, but yeah, that was a thing. Trying to glaze over things that um, some I think it was a John Lee or someone had said um, if you go to this concert, you get free Delta H Con tickets, and then Delta H were like, what the fuck are these people going to get in free in our con? Um, Yep. That was that was that was a thing. Um, they, I know they're always fighting with Comic Palooza, which they always exist in within like a month from each other, mm -hmm. and they're always trying to get like the better date, pushing Comic Palooza back, which is a dick move. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially with that lineup Comic Palooza has this year, geez. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, or at the end of the show. <clears throat> uh, yeah. The, the, they've done wrong and. Bam just wants to make them pay. Uh, but as I was saying earlier, it has brought out some of the worst fans. Mm -hmm. People that think that the boycotting material means standing outside and 
punching people like if uh the, that's the not boycott boycotting means yeah you just go <laughs> it's literally not gonna go it's not Dang hard up. to understand but like yeah just in general like we've always known we've talked about it a lot on the show how like nerd culture in general can breed very very toxic people and these are the kind of people that anime matsuri attracts because of the way anime matsuri markets itself and the way the ways have run their businesses over like it creates this kind of like cult like atmosphere that gets kind of like the worst people together and then you have things like really diehard anime matsuri fans thinking that the con chair for delta h con is behind the boycott matsuri account and then doxing them and harassing them in real life oh, the the one from cosmetic i mean they've doxed a couple of other people they, yeah they doxed them and then i don't think they have anything to do with yeah with, no with it's like yeah, the no, delta h con the chair and then yeah. the cosmetality oh, lady and then 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 they even um they even uh accuse uh the head of san japan which okay Guys, San Japan is when, like, in September? Yeah, it's in September. It's not even in Houston. Not like... in Houston. It's six months fucking away. They're, they're not in competition with each other. And at they're... the end of the day, too, something that gets pointed out a lot on the uh, Anime Matsuri 4chan threads, which I highly recommend everybody read, cons in general don't tend to compete with each other because everybody makes more money and the like local scene is much healthier when cons can coexist. Yes, mm -hmm. because we call it the con circuit. A yes. lot of a lot of people will like they want to join a con circuit. They're vendors. They they join a con circuit. They 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 um they're artists. The the people cons should coexist with each other and they all should do something well. They shouldn't be pushing people out and be like we're the biggest con. And guess what? I am so, so I'm so, I'm sorry not not sorry. Your con yeah. has l not lost a lot of its luster since a year ago. Mm-hmm. Not sorry. And uh, talking about losing luster, this uh, this year the, there have been so many guest cancellations, um, and also that brings out those toxic fans again with people saying, "Oh, look at these! They're harassing them, so we can't have our animes here." Which. That 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 it's, excuse is like the, uh, i don't the even reason know. so many of a, like the thing that they don't realize because a lot of these uh fans that we are talking about too you have to remember a lot of them are much younger like a lot of them are teenagers and they we're haven't old been anime around fans. yeah we're <laughs> older fans we've been like we mentioned way earlier in the podcast like we've been going to these things for decades like we've been around like we know what makes a good con and what makes a bad con uh most of us have seen these conventions from like every conceivable angle and have attended with like doing a wide variety of like roles and filling a lot of positions at these different cons um they don't realize that there's like other things out there and they don't realize that the reason why most of the city and the convention community dislikes anime matsuri so much is because we all actually do love anime and we love fandom culture and we want to see it be healthier not just in our city but in the entire state and they have it, the united yeah. states and we're not trying to we're not trying to destroy anime or take it away we're trying to make it so that it's like enjoyable and safe for everybody it's not yeah, like something for everyone you can't you yeah. can't just control have a monopoly for a convention which is what matsuri is trying to do which that's why they have their 
they're they're trying to put their finger in everything for every pot. I can't even say that straight. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and and uh, so so like yeah, the car shows the Texas showdown. Oh yeah, by the way, Texas showdown was shut down for a, a couple of years so they can gather the pieces with what with, with what um John Lay did uh, did to them and which yep. which which is um uh, such a disappointment because uh Texas Showdown was one of the top uh video game tournaments that so people can go to Evo. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize it before John Lay like came in the scene and got like banned from Shuriken and stuff. Houston had a very active, very healthy fighting game community. It's, it's mm-hmm. active and again. Yeah, it's, it's active, active again, again finally. It took mm-hmm. for fucking ever, but it is active and healthy again. Imagine what it could have been without John Lay's involvement. That's yeah. an exercise I like to do when I'm like talking about like the convention, <laughs> like either in a group chat or with like other people that aren't on this podcast right now. I always bring up what if John Lay hadn't been involved with like such and such thing, and it's fun and interesting to think about because you can just like imagine like giant like glistening buildings flying cars <laughs> yeah right <laughs> or at the very least like more than like a handful of arcades that actually have like fighting games and tournaments on yeah. a regular basis yeah because you know i mean that that's um gr- be- because he was um involved in like such a like these like focal points where people gathered that gave him um power and gave him, yeah, this, this gave him power to to control lots of things, which is totally unfair. And I can understand, not understand, I can see why he was like, I'm just gonna take advantage of this. Yeah, no, he wants to be, he he needs that power, and he wants to be the only game in town. And that's been a recurring theme I've noticed throughout his entire career, from Planet Zero to Texas Showdown to Anime Matsuri, Impact Reactor, and yeah, it's all incredibly well doc. The Lolita stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's all incredibly well documented. Yeah. He goes in, finds a niche community that he can uh, exploit, takes it over, tries to be the only game in town, and when he gets caught on his bullshit, which has happened in pretty much every situation that he's been in so far, he gets caught on his bullshit, and whatever he was doing gets taken away from him in some form or fashion. Besides anime Matsuri. Um. Yeah, then he finds something else that he can exploit. It's yeah, you can go to the boycott anime mats his webpage and read like most of this. Yeah, no, there's one thing I want to give positive. They doc, they well document everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, everything's very organized. Everything like they, then and um. So one of the things that um boycott um anime Matsuri does is they reach out to a lot of the um guests who may or may not know about. The history between anime matsuri and let them know about it um a lot of people say that might be spam like spamming and harassing the guests but i mean they they're just tweeting at them or emailing them they can choose to read it or ignore them some of them ignore them some of them looked at it and be like well what uh, i need to know more about this yeah um, yeah so, so so i don't think it's i don't think they're they're not like like banging on their doors saying read this it's more like hey Here's some presenting with some facts. You can choose to ignore it or not. Some did, some some didn't. So not to uh, mention too with that, uh, the amount of emails I'm imagining that get sent by Boycott Anime Matsuri and their supporters probably dwarfs because you have to remember a lot of these industry people that are guests, they get offers for things every day and they get tons and tons and tons and tons of emails. 
So uh, the amount of emails that they're getting from uh, anime Matsuri uh, boycotters are very small in number. Yeah. If you think about it, like, because it's not that like you can look on Twitter and see how many people are like retweeting and stuff. Mm. It's never like hundreds and hundreds of people like the anime Matsuri supporters want to make it out to be. It's like five or ten. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like people are like you said. It's not like they're banging down the door. No, they can't. They can't. That, that's that. It looks like it's a ragtag group of people, and um, that's behind boycott, and then um, just some of their followers online. Mm-hmm. Mm. I do want to give a shout out real quick to the Slurred Nerd. They've been doing a lot of the fighting game community stuff around here. They do okay. tournaments like every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, check them out if, if you want to get back into that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It just, like I said, all these, we've said this. All these things are really properly documented or on the internet and, uh, you know, even in government records. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, moving along. We're also we're here, like we're here. We're, there's where we are at now. So after um, you know, boycott Matsuri did their thing. There was a lot of cancellations, and then you can be, be you can be like, did boycott Matsuri really do this, or 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 did they actually gonna cancel anyway? Regardless, the regardless of if if if, if uh, of the influence of boycott Matsuri did, what um, anime Matsuri is now. It's not what Anime Matsuri was like a year ago, like what they promised that. We don't have Steven Universe. They don't DJ have... DJ Soda. Yeah. DJ Soda, they don't have Overwatch. Uh, they don't uh, They don't have a Femme. Uh, that, that was a big part of DJ, uh, of Club AM. They don't They don't have... Um, oh, yeah, the Steven, I already mentioned the Steven Universe. Yeah. Um, uh, Johnny Ong Bosch. Johnny Ong Bosch. I mean... Uh, uh, they were going to... Gonna... Get... They were going to okay, host, go. like, the quarterfinals to, like, some huge card game, and the people, the organizers for that pulled out. Yeah. yeah so, so um, if you were not a, if you're a casual anime fan and um, and kind of not paying attention to this, even, I mean, the whole John Lee thing is everywhere, but if you manage to miss all of that, you're going to walk in here and be like, where's half the shit that I want to go? Granted, they have the Sailor Moon stuff, and they have they have the Evangelion stuff. And I want to say on record that I am boycotting Anime Matsuri, and it kind of hurts because I want to see that Evangelion shit. It is literally killing me. I've okay. brought this up to, uh, like, Ryan and I have talked about it quite a bit. I've talked about it with a lot of my other friends that are very much into Evangelion. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly been a very hard, like, moral dilemma for me, mm-hmm. but I can't in good faith yeah. give them money to go see this evangelion exhibit that i've been wanting to see for yeah. fucking ever mm. like yeah. easily easily one of my favorite tv programs of all time i've been wanting to see this thing for, forever but i would feel so guilty mm-hmm. if i even contributed to the warm body count inside yeah. the uh convention yeah. that's going to get exaggerated anyway but uh <laughs> yeah like I, I i can't do it yeah, no, they've they've lost a lot of people. Um, and it's funny, like because those same toxic people are coming in and going to those, you know, either the actors or voice actors or even the company's pages and trying to beg them to come back. Uh, what was that mm-hmm. one, the one Dolphy company? Uh, oh, uh, Volks. Oh, yeah, Volks. Oh, yeah. Yes. What was that, Alva? I said the the, the veteran. Yeah. Oh god! Eh, let's yeah. not name names. Yeah, but. Yeah, not, names I'm not gonna name but... names, but uh, they, they, there were a lot of um, pro anime Matsuri fans who are like, 
trying very very hard to be like hey come this back this is the only convention yeah. that i go to and it means so much to me and you have to come here also there was like just because of hurricane harvey but and that pisses me off i hate when those... yeah everybody everybody had problems with hurricane harvey my parents lost their house they just now moved back in so ah uh, well you tell your parents anime, right yeah, yeah, tell your parents that they need to go to Mitsuri to get, you know, better. Get yeah, a new house. Apparently. Yeah. So <laughs> like yeah, I I hate when they bring that up. Like like you're not the only one who 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 suffered in, in um in Harvey. Don't don't bring that up because you're just using that to be like you should you know, you should come you should come back. That's uh, come on. Come on. I... Also, <laughs> real quick. Got, almost got plowed out. Okay, what's up? Real quick, I forgot to mention, like, going back to the Evangelion exhibit thing, uh, just real quick. Uh, it is a real kick in the dick to a lot of people, judging from what I, like, people I've talked to and things I've seen around the internet, uh, including 4chan, that Anime Matsuri of all conventions, what, like, I know they money-hatted it, but it's a real kick in the dick to a lot of people that they got to have that exhibit at their convention because uh, a lot of people don't realize this. Evangelion's actually like a major part in like local history because it put ADV on the map and ADV <laughs> has employed hundreds if not thousands of people in the art community in Houston oh, yeah. since the 90s. And a lot of these people still go to conventions in Houston, still guest at conventions in Houston, still live in Houston. Some of them are even on like staff at conventions in Houston, but they will not do business with Anime Matsuri. They absolutely refuse to do business with Anime Matsuri. Yeah. And none of them are going to get to go see this thing on this show that not only they helped make, but helped made them in their professional careers. And yeah, I, that I think we still sucks. have the original ADV blue, uh, no, but v, uh, DVDs. Yeah, I've got them. I still on have my VHSs. Yeah, oh, wow. There you go. I, I have them sitting on a shelf directly behind me yeah. right at this moment. But yeah, so it's, it's yeah, like you said, Rex, it's, it's ingrained in our, in, in our history which is it is a kind of kick in the balls for it or kick in the gut um because of um there if you were a fan of anime and then you're older like older like us and had you were fans since the 90s and you had friends you yeah you, you knew somebody or knew somebody who knew somebody who worked for adv it they're, they're just that pro prolific in 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 the city yeah when i was like 16 17 and 18 going to like punk shows and stuff it like blew my mind when i'd go like i'd find a band that i liked and i'd go like talk to them and come to find out they also like worked at adv in some capacity in the 90s or like yep. 2000s and i'd be like oh holy shit and like yeah. just kind of be like a really awkward fanboy because i was like young but yeah i know it always blew my mind and it was it's something i'm very like personally proud of of our local history is yeah. that we birthed adv I had a classmate that um that went that worked at ADV and I thought he was like freaking cool. I was like, dude, you are the coolest guy in this class. He's like, whatever. And, <laughs> and <now we> <laughs> no, no, he didn't say whatever. He was a really good. Cool, he was a really cool guy. And now we have Sentai too, you know. Yeah, that's been offshoot. Yeah, it's been pumping out quality product. Oh, yeah. I heard their I heard the designs for their boxes are really good. Yeah, I did uh, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I got to freelance for them for two weeks and it was one of the most exciting moments of my life until I uh, <laughs> very 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 quickly. What's you up? did QA, right? You did QA on their, uh, on their I, 
No, I did. Uh, I wrote copy for uh, their streaming service. Oh, okay. And it was uh, it was really exciting. Like it was fun. I don't have like an actual like credit on it, so I don't have my like industry credit. But it was so like for me as kind of grilling as that job was it was like a dream come true <laughs> that's one of the cool things about during the industry sometimes i get jobs like that yeah, yeah. well <clears throat> so we've kind of explained without going more into death into more horribleness from uh from john lee yeah uh, i think i think people can get the gist out of it just saying you know scratching the surface as we had today Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there, there, uh, there is a lot. There, there, yeah, there is there, a lot. And the only reason we know about it is because, like, you know, we're really close to the convention. And plus, when we were growing up, we were, like, in those communities. And then we were, like, firsthand, like, involved in the communities where John Lee was involved. So, um, plus, we've been covering this beat for, like, the better part of six or seven years. Like, you can go back, uh, the zines that we did, like, four or five years ago, we had convention yeah. coverage that we got with press badges. Uh, our old website, you can go there and see yeah. like our convention coverage. We've been this is a beat that all yeah, of us no, in this podcast it's just, it's just, covering for it's fucking just gr- growing with Space City Nerd. Uh, throughout the years, we've just had those contacts and things like that. Yeah. And I mean, we've been and we've, we've had things whispered to us, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. conventions are very, very important to us, and that's kind of like um, and that that that's why it hurts um, for like like Space City Comic Con and Anime Matsuri to be like like this because um while houston is a big city and we will be bigger than than, um chicago in a couple of years yep um, we are very fragmented there's not a there's 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 not like a single place for people to be become nerds together and that's why we look to these conventions we look at kind palooza we look at onicon we look looked at all those types of conventions so we where we can be together so if a convention like space city comic con or anime matsuri becomes this black mark it really puts a hamper on everything and kind of tears up the community even more and it makes us look really bad to yes. people in to other the rest cities of the country, and states. Yeah. Like, you can just go, I know I keep bringing it up, the thread on 4chan's uh, CGL board. There's a lot of people from that are on the outside looking in that don't live in Houston that are like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with Houston? Yes. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Texas? How could you let this guy run the one of the biggest, you know, nerd event? In all of um, in all of Houston, how, you know, why why hasn't he stepped down? I, I see that all the time. Yep. Yeah, and 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 I, and I hate I hate to be blaming the fans, but like yeah, um, they're very very rabid, and it's 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 unfortunate. And um, and I was reading on on tw- on Twitter, and I have seen a, a few things, and like they they mirror what you said, right? So a lot of them are younger, and and a lot of them don't know any better, or or um, know anything beyond it. And it is partly because of Anime, anime Matsuri stomping smaller cons and trying to be the only game in town. So yeah. I won't put the blame on them, but it is unfortunate that's kind of the community that they breed. Yeah, because like when I think about when we... Because I'm a little younger than y'all, but when I was their age... We like there was a wealth of options to go to. Like I never did Matsuri because I was familiar with like I, I knew about John Lay from the fighting game community. I knew I didn't want to get involved with him. But like OniCon was still like pretty big. Uh, fuck, what else was there? There was uh, Comic Con that I mentioned or Comic Con. Um, mm-hmm. 
Comic-Con, yeah, I remember Comic-Con. God, I'm trying to remember what else. I Acon, we did Acon uh, every year. Shio like Kaze was yes. one. Yes, that one. I know you have to leave, leave I the... Think, um... I think, wasn't fucking Kota Kumi at that one? Like, back when she was yeah. big. Oh, my God. I haven't thought about that in whole time. I mean, that's just, if... like, something to think of. It's like, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, anime... It's like other conventions get big pulls, too, you know? Yes. Oh yeah, like freaking um, Onikon got the Black Mages one year. Yeah, they yeah. Got, that was like uh, the biggest thing. They I always, remember that. Yeah, yeah, they got the Black Mages. They've Earthbound had Papas. Yeah, yeah, they've had Nogo out <laughs> several times. Um, last year they had the guy that did uh, what was it, the Tadix Ogre soundtrack? Oh yeah. You you were, you were freaking out about yeah. that. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, that then, was crazy. Like one of our friends. Uh, Tim, who has been on this podcast lots of times over the years, actually got to uh, work with him uh, this last OniCon and, like, be his handler, basically. And that was fucking... He kept, like, sending us messages all weekend, and we were like, whoa, this is neat. And just to mention what you said about earlier, when you were like, let's imagine a, a world without Anime Matsuri or John Lee. That's the kind of stuff we'll see. More mm. of that cool people coming into conventions. Even though they're small conventions, maybe they can get one big get. And that'll be great. Like, like black the black mages. Only con is not a big con. It's a very small con, and um, but they 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 manage to get big. Uh, they have big gets. And mm -hmm. if you don't have just this, this giant giant thing, trying to be a monopoly, we will get we'll get more of that here in the city. Yeah, yeah. Um, do kind of want to finalize with our stance. Uh, oh wait, on, on this gonna... situation. Oh wait, what? Were we going to bring up uh, Anime Matsuri's partnership with Hupop at all? Did we want to discuss that? Because that's a yeah. pretty big part of not just uh, Anime Matsuri's lore, but our lore <laughs> as a podcast. Okay, yeah, go, go, go ahead, Mr. Rex, because well, let's rewind back. Do -do 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 -do. Yeah, let's do -do -do -do. <laughs> So going back on the guests this year, one of the few guests that uh, has not canceled yet, but I, I personally, I'm just going to go on record and say it. I don't trust it happening. Um, Doug Jones from oh, Doug the Jones? Shape. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it, Mr. Jones. Sorry, sorry to um, Yeah, Mr. Jackpots himself. Not really. Uh, Doug Jones from uh, The Shape of Water, who played uh, Fish Boyfriend. Um, he doesn't have a name. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I'm watching it tomorrow. But he he doesn't have a name, right, Alva? They don't say not. his name. Yeah. It... Maybe it's one of those because you can't say it in human language. I think he's credited as some, the amphibious man or something in the credits. Abe's, his asset. name is A. <laughs> a Sapien. That's what it is. It's an Abe Sapien movie, and he oh, didn't get man. the rights. I was going to say Love, Love the Fish Husbando, but that works too. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so... Doug Jones, who has nothing really to do with anime at all, um, is being brought in by uh, Hugh Pop. Hashtag Hugh Pop. A quote-unquote convention that also happens in Houston. Except it uh, doesn't happen. It hasn't happened yet. So uh, let's rewind back a little more to, was it uh, 2015? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 2015, 2016-ish, uh, Space City Con, which we have mentioned several times uh, over the course of this podcast. 
Um, Space City Con, that was the year where the Sons of Anarchy people supposedly started a riot and tried to, like, harm George, who was, like, the head guy. Whatever. We all knew that he was, like, a shady dude, and he's he's gone now. It's whatever. Uh, one of his uh, co-partners in the convention, a man by the name of Johnny Steverson, apparently attempted to try and make things right, and during the fallout of the convention, used the convention fallout to not even a week later announce his uh, his own convention called Hupop. Hupop. Which was so used in pop culture or something like that. Yeah, it was a generic uh, pop culture convention <laughs> that uh, he was going to start having. And around this time, and I don't know why this happened or how he found us other than we had a podcast... Um, Johnny Stefferson sent personal friend requests to us on our personal pages on Facebook, and we all accepted them, and since then, it has been a wild ride of, I don't want to out and out say that he's, like, scamming people, because he might just be very incompetent, <laughs> but, uh... There's, just yeah. a There's a fine line between malice and incompetence. Yes, yeah, a very fine line, but we've seen him, uh try and have this convention or like events related to this convention numerous times constantly uh get called out on his bullshit by lots of random people there is one uh the first event he had was a hocus pocus themed halloween party where he announced a bunch of guests from hocus pocus including no. uh kathy najimi and she didn't even realize that she had been booked for anything <laughs> so that uh should tell you what uh more about hip hop um They've been selling passes and vendor spaces to this convention since about the time they announced it, but it always winds up getting canceled last minute, and he, like, supposedly offers a refund, but always says at the last minute that, like, oh, you can get a refund, or you can we can just roll it over to the next con. He's done at yeah. least two or three of these rollovers at this point. At one point, he was uh, laughed out of, but I think he's still a member of... Uh, there's a Facebook group that a lot of us are in called... Uh, Raid that Comic-Con. It's an industry thing for people that uh, are vendors or run conventions or are press like us and uh, report on conventions and stuff. Uh, it, that group got so hostile to him that he eventually set up his own version of it called Comic-Con Connections, which yeah. I'm still a member of, and the posts in it are incredibly sad all the time. Exactly. We've got just Yes, I will. Uh, I will do that once we're done recording for sure, because it's uh, it's real, real goddamn sad. Um, what else? Oh, there was. Uh, we've gotten to see he has this habit of announcing things and trying to take people's money for it before like anything is going on, which uh, resulted in the saga of the Star Wars mud run, which is one of my favorite things that has ever happened on Facebook. Um, basically, he started. It was. I want to say it was like late 2015, early 2016. He started advertising around Facebook. And that's the other thing. Like he always advertises his stuff in like weird random groups full of uh, people that I guess would be uh, more susceptible to scams. Like one of his favorite groups to post in is <laughs> one of his favorite groups to post in is Talk of Alvin. <laughs> which i am a member because uh i am originally from alvin and it's fun to catch up on the town uh town drama a lot of people that i went to high school with like to go in and uh stir shit up with people that are uh 
Sewell and Alvin, and that's a lot of fun. But he likes to post his stuff and like talk about Alvin and stuff. So he was uh, advertising the Star Wars theme mud run. Um, basically, a couple months into it, after he had started taking people's money, uh, they he never got it cleared with uh, Lucas, and they sent him a cease and desist. So he tried to make it Star Wars themed, but not quite as Star Wars themed. That didn't work out, so he switched gears. Space War Run. Yeah, it was something like that. I don't even remember what it was, but I've got screen caps somewhere. Like I'm pretty sure all of us do, because that, that was something we were like group chatting about quite a quite a bit for a couple months. So like then eventually, like I guess they sent him another cease and desist. It was still too close to Star Wars, so they changed it to Muddy Mortal. Which was going, which was the same thing, but Harry Potter. And if you want to find out how Muddy Mortal uh, ended up, you can Google Muddy Mortal. Not my immortal, by the way. Yeah, not my immortal. It's Muddy Mortal. Uh, M u d d y m o r t a l. Um, because that one wound up uh, failing just as bad as Space City Con did, and it also made the news in a manner similar to Space City Con. And then, you, by the way, if you type in Muddy Mortal, it auto completes to a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, goddamn. So, like, there was that at one point. I think y'all all remember when he tried to, uh, he made a page and deleted it in the same day uh, for a convention that he was going to have on a cruise ship. It was called, like, Ocean City Comic Con or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. For that, and he invited us all to like the page. And we were, I remember because I was at work in Seguin, and uh, I think it was you, Ryan, you were like, Severson just invited me to like his cruise ship thing. And, like, we <laughs> looked at it, and it was like, oh, my God. And he deleted, he took it down the same day because people were like, I don't know what he's thinking, like, inviting stuff to this. Because at this point, I'm sure he knows that we've been on to him for, like, years but yeah, he took, people were like asking too many questions, so he took it down. Um, just to prove that we're fair and balanced people, we have booked him multiple times for this podcast, including once within the last year, right before we uh, went on hiatus. And he has always canceled at the last minute or ghosted us. The last time we tried to have him on, I believe it was after... Uh, it was right before I moved back to town, uh, right around the time Phantom Galaxy was happening, and he had been, like, in all the Facebook comments of Phantom Galaxy, like, trying to, like, curry favor and get uh, sympathy from people by being like, yeah, fuck Phantom Galaxy, I am not associated with this guy anymore, da-da-da. So we were going to have him on to, like, clarify uh, his stuff and talk about Hugh Pop. I think it was like the third or fourth time we had tried to book him to talk about Q-Pop. At one point uh, before this, he was actually reaching out to us like on a weekly basis trying to get on our show. Keep in mind that. So we got on. Uh, Jesus and I cleared our like whole evening out for this like Johnny Severson interview we've been waiting to have for like two years at this point. And we waited on Skype for like three or four hours for him to show up and he never even showed up. Oh, well. <laughs> so... That happened, and then I guess it was around, uh, what, uh, October, November, he started advertising for uh, Q-Pop at Anime Matsuri. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we got to say that Anime Q-Pop is not a standalone convention. It is a convention within Anime Matsuri. Yes, they have decided that they are actually going to put Q-Pop on inside of Anime Matsuri. He started advertising it around uh, October, November, 
and anime matsuri did not like not even not only did not push it at all they pretty much distanced themselves away from it as much as they could until steverson somehow booked doug jones yeah and, and then that's all, where we're at right now yes and the only indication that hupop's even involved in it is if you go to hupop's social media or johnny steverson's personal facebook page they keep pushing <laughs> doug jones so so fucking much and anime matsuri on their official picture of like presenting at anime matsuri doug jones at the very bottom there's a little bitty hue pop logo yeah and the funniest thing is watching people comment on johnny severson's post they're like why would you even do business with this guy da 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 and he just kind of like dodges the question like he got his convention he wanted like i mean at the end of the day i've always felt like the guy he wanted to be known as like that convention guy but he didn't want to actually put in the work needed to be that guy so he's mm. finally get, he's basically this is kind of him getting to have his cake and eat it too with the uh, added bonus that he is finally like he has to do business with John Lee. So yeah, that's uh, the story behind Doug Jones uh, possibly coming to Anime Matsuri. We'll wait and see uh, if it actually happens. I'm pretty sure it'll happen. Hopefully we'll, we'll see or we'll have another another uh, Charlie Hunnam in our hands. Hey, he's got <laughs> another guest booked. Uh, some guy that makes a comic about ants that doesn't have anything to do with anime also. <laughs> so Anime Matsuri hasn't... Why aren't you pushing that one, John Lay? Where's uh, <laughs> where's the Charmy's Army uh, post with Anime Matsuri it. on it? Yeah. But... So yeah, there's more of a disaster there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, moving along, though, uh, I mean... I think it's time to give our stances on this whole situation. Um, I'm boycotting. I'm not going to go. I mean, the only I've only been there twice. And last time I've been there, the only reason I went is we got a $50 Groupon, which pissed a lot of people off, by the way. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, we, because people prepaid $75, and here we are with a three-day badge just walking in, paying $50 off Groupon on it. Oh yeah, oh, I remember that. Because it was like, I think yeah. it was fifty dollars for two of them, no? Yeah, or something. It was that ridiculous, and and we were able to pick. You picked it up for me, Jesus. We were able to pick it up um, at at a uh, at Marquee where they were doing their uh, badge pickups. You got them. It was fine. We walked in. We uh, we went and watched uh, Morning Musume, and I did not know how Japanese pop stars did, and I was like, why are they talking to them for like twenty fucking minutes? This is so <laughs> fucking boring. But anyway, that was the year I believe that they uh, or it might have been the year before they really started uh, inflating their audience numbers because I remember seeing the numbers that they released after because I went that year too. And I remember seeing the uh, numbers that they released uh, after the convention and thinking like that Friday because I went uh, Friday and Saturday. That Friday was the deadest I've ever seen the George R. Brown outside of like the day before Comic Palooza when they're like starting to set things up. And the Saturday was, like, a little busy, but it was still, like, nowhere near the amount, like, there could not have been nearly as many people there as they yeah. said there was. It's, it's, it's a problem. But, um, just, just, um, referring to what Rex said, um, a lot of people, a lot of cons do self-report their, 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 um, attendance, and Anime Matsuri put, puts themselves right past, um, Project Akon, and, which is kind of suspect, 
and but I'm like that's not that's uh, like sh it's self reported so you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's with any convention too though. We all gotta be yeah. careful with that. Uh, so there what was. About... Oh, what's up? I say, well, oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna ask y'all what y'all yeah. stand for because I already said I'm I'm not going. I mean, with me, man, it's just. I'm I'm thinking like an, on an overall stance. I feel really bad for some of these supporters, like yeah. how brainwashed they are. But man, it's like when anime when anime becomes that much of your life that you think that we're trying to destroy, you know, Japan itself by yeah bringing up uh, attention to real issues. Yeah, because like gotta... we're, we're we're supporters of. I mean, we gotta get out of say it. We're we're we are supporters of the uh, boycott matsuri movement. Yeah, and and then you know and anyone who does that, we're like we're trying to destroy anime. You <laughs> know, we're not trying to destroy. We're trying to, we're trying to bring like like what we were talking about earlier. We had those small conventions with big gifts. We want more of those. We want yeah. people show up. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Maybe. um. We have to destroy anime to save anime, though. Yeah, yeah no, that's the <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, that I was gonna bring that up in a minute. Like, Anna, if the scene here, if you want your scene to be healthy, convention-wise, anime Matsuri needs to either severely downsize or go away entirely. But the other part of the equation is, if you're participating in the convention scene, even as a spectator. Like, you've got to take on more responsibility as far as, like, not just, like, what you spend your money on and stuff. Take a leadership role in your community. Like, start getting involved in more, like, DIY stuff. Like, make a zine, run a panel, start an anime club. Just, like, mm -hmm. a blog. Yes. There's all these things that you can do to express your fandom outside of going to this convention. Like, the con, that's the big thing like this one convention does not need to be the cornerstone of your entire fandom you can make those good feels last all year round by networking by putting out your own content it's not that hard yeah, i mean weird. i say this to somebody who's been doing this for like doing this sort of thing for my entire adult life but it's really not that hard there's some like there's a learning curve at first but anybody anybody can do it and if you want a healthy thriving anime scene or anything in your community you've got to take the steps to make it happen yourself up the punks diy or die like fucking do it yourself man yeah but <clears throat> well going back to real quick to what i was saying it's like uh these fans i we talked earlier about how oh it's because they're young and it's no reason to excuse a lot of their behavior. Not a lot um, of them are that young either. So just, just yeah, it, yeah. Well, they're very immature, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's it's kind of destroyed a lot of conventions around here too. Um, Oni Onicon was doing well. They were over on the West Chase Marriott. Mm -hmm. They had to leave because they had all these people sleeping in the lobbies. Mm -hmm. And I think it came out to the point where people were like shitting in the pant like the plants outside. Mm. Someone was um, in an elevator one year, and I rode in the elevator, and I was drunk, and I remember laughing at it, and then I went promptly to my own. I shouldn't finish the story. I also, I, I, I waited. I waited till the hotel room to puke, as far as I know. <laughs> but Man. but that's what I'm saying. It's like uh, my stance on this is like we're not trying to destroy anything. What we're trying to do is do what's right. Is 
get that change that we want to see happen when it comes to sexual harassment. Yes. Because a, a flimsy piece of paper and, oh, I'm sorry, is not going to cut it. No, you know? no, it, it, it does not. He took no action to make reparations for his behavior. Just make, because... your conven- make your convention safer because this happens. Like, it doesn't have to be the con chair. There are girls that are terrified of going to conventions. Oh, you know how, you know, how be... we can save it? We can just have a bunch of booth babes point where people are at. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, talk about tone deaf, like the anime matsuri booth babes thing. It does make me angry because like there's a lot of valid criticisms uh, of the anime matsuri booth babes, such as like I said, it's extremely tone deaf to be at a convention like that where the con chair has been accused of sexual harassment, and that's not even getting into the whole step thing with Stefan who was running the hentai fest. Uh, We're gonna read more about that on Boycott Anime Matsuri. And please do because that's a juicy ass story, but. I, what I don't like and what I think is really gross is how people are uh, using the fact that there are criticisms to make about the Booth Babes to criticize other things such as uh, their appearance, to slut shame them, all this other stuff. Like, you can attack the idea because it's, it is an incredibly toned up idea. Just don't attack the, like, people themselves. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. You don't, know their, you don't know their situation. It is yeah. very unfortunate they're in that situation, and it's mm-hmm. terrible because that that it's tone deaf and the Matsuri leadership thought it would be a good idea to do this. But I mean, that's where we're at now. That's this is where we're at. Yeah. 2018. This is where we're at. Yeah. This is a conversation that we're having in 2018, which is mind blowing. We're having the booth babe conversation in 2018. Think about that. Exactly. <laughs> Alva, your stance? My stance is uh, the same. I mean, if this is the only uh, anime convention in town, it doesn't really have to be, you know? Yeah. And, and like you, I know you've gone it, to Haven, it, Haven it, Con. Uh, no, I have not, but I've had some friends go. Oh. Um, Which is the one that you went to last time? Uh, last time I went to uh, RebelCon, which is oh, yeah, actually, right. they're actually about to be here this weekend. Um, they are a really neat convention. Um, honestly, you know, I recommend people look into them if they're really into like uh, the whole fan work side of things because they're very, very focused on that. They do uh, fanzines and... Um, a lot of discussion panels and stuff like that and the only thing is it's not really anime centric it's a lot of just uh just large fandom in general and a lot of uh old school fandom like mm. uh there there are some ladies there that have been writing star trek fan fiction since it first aired that's whoa that, that is that, that is makes me so happy that like, is so awesome yeah, so I mean, like, if you're really into, like, the whole DIY fan interaction side of all this shit, I do completely recommend it, but I do also understand that a lot of, for a lot of people, um, these kind of conventions are to meet the people that are behind the things that they love. They want to meet the voice actors or the actors or the artists and things like that. And, you know, it sucks that your choice for those right now are very limited in the Houston area 
And like for me, I'm sad about the Sailor Moon thing being at Anime Matsuri. I my heart broke when I heard that Femme was going to be playing for them. Because Femme is a group that I've always wanted to see live. They they're an amazing duo. However, at the same time, I am very happy that um, they realized what was uh, behind the convention and they ultimately decided not to come. Yeah. You know, it sucks that, you know, now I don't have a chance to see Femme until God knows when, but I would rather them come here if they ever do through something better than the show up here one time, I go see them, something happens to where they're not happy and they don't come back. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, there's, you know, especially with like yeah. Japanese musicians, they, yeah. they have a lot of that, that if, you know, something goes poorly on their end here, you know, they already have to really consider where they're going to come because um, from what I've heard from people, um, the U.S. visa system for musicians is one of the most ridiculous ones. Oh, we we heard a lot about that last yeah. year with South by when a yeah. lot, a lot of mm. yeah. So yeah. you're aware, like they already have to like jump through tons of hoops in the first place that they need to make sure that you know it's going to be viable for them in some regard. You know, is it worth me going through all this shit or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not to mention, uh, add on to your point, sorry to interrupt you, uh, the guests that they've brought out previously have been treated pretty terribly, and one of them even wrote a song. It was, was it Mr. Boogerman? Yeah. Yeah, wrote a song about John Way called Mr. Boogerman or something, oh about how, like, they hate his guts and... Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Who made a song? Say that again, who, who made that song? I believe the band was called uh, Nightmare. It's on Boycott, uh, Boycott Anime oh. Masters website and okay. the uh, Black Cape blog. But Wait, uh, that's Nightmare. I think so. I'm gonna have to double. I'm double checking this right only, now. I'm like, vaguely um, familiar with that band, but um, the, so the Japanese band. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking holy, this up right now. Holy Nightmare, fuck. like the. Uh... No, like Nightmare Super like Super Booger Man. I had it almost right. The song is called Super Booger Man, and the lyrics go, this this was, uh, they wrote this after they played an anime Matsuri, and they had a bad time, and the lyrics are apparently about John Way. Screwy thinking booger, you're an all-talk booger, no substance, just a booger. You love money, Super Booger Man. Shut up, please, your breath stinks. What the matter, I feel gross. Just copying people, booger, you don't understand others, booger. Pretending ignorance, booger. You're the chosen booger man. Aren't you talking about exaggerated dreams? That's amazing. Struggle as much as you can. And then it just goes on with this. Who's, uh, who's the band? Uh, nightmare. nightmare. It's not Nightmare. The um the the, the guys who sang the uh, intro to uh, uh, a Death Note. Yes, yep. I believe so. Yep. Yeah, Holy sure shit! <laughs> amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, like that okay. is uh. That's that's so good, yeah. But Holy yeah, holy uh, fuck, that's beautiful. That, that, yeah. That's... Can we go out to that song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. There's so much negativity in this podcast. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. I know. I know. It's been 
a different tone that, than we normally have, but it's, you know, we just had to really address something serious this time. Yeah, um, we kind of had to, because we have this platform, even though we haven't used this platform in a while, but it, we, we had to, to make a statement using whatever platform we had, and this has been our statement on the entire Anime Matsuri. Yeah, we, we, we don't... Yeah, we, our statements basically we've had history in, though indirectly. Um, we've we've been researching cons forever, so we know about it. Uh, we don't agree with anything Matsuri does. We find it shameful that he's that John Lee is still in charge even after all the allegations. And we wish that you know Matsuri would kind of step aside and bring more um, community back into Houston. Yes. And, and again, destroy anime. And yeah, destroy, and destroy anime. anime. And again, Burn the anime only to way to really bring community back is if everybody does their part, even if it's just signal boosting your friends that are trying to make things happen. Like, yeah, yeah it takes five seconds to share something on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I guess this also serves as a way to say we're back. And uh, you're not going to get the weekly or the, you know, twice a month. You might get a monthly show from us. Uh, We're older now. We have things to do. Yeah. We have to be asleep by a certain time. We have to take our warm milk (laughs) before bed and go to sleep. Or Geritol. You guys are being sponsored by Geritol now, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. Geritol and Pedialyte, from what I understand. I was going to say, we, we left Pedialyte, now we're with Geritol. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as mentioned before, Comic Palooza is coming around. Great uh, guest lineup, including maybe us. We're just waiting on panel confirmations. I know yeah. you guys really enjoy the, the panels that we do. Yeah, we submit um, some panels, so we'll hopefully you'll see some of our panels. And it'll be um yep. be like historic like the last panel we did last year. <laughs> and and we're not doing one this year. It's uh, gonna be a mold it's yeah we what, have was it the uh, panel verse. Yeah I think we submitted like by between all three of us we submitted like five or six different panels. So yeah, it's gonna be crazy nuts. Uh but it should be some it should be fun. Yeah they're gonna be different. We're not gonna be like you know spacing and nerd every Four or five panels. It's gonna be different. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Every every subject is completely different, so uh, it'll reflect on all of SCN. Uh, but that's gonna be it for us this week. Remember, signal boost. Uh, bam. If you agree with this, if you don't, whatever. I don't, we don't care about you. This is yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just you, <laughs> hey, look. If if you're totally disagree with us and you want to go to Anime Matsuri, that's that that's your money. That is your prerogative. But have as for fun. us, have fun. Do use the buddy system. Just be safe, please. <laughs> but for us, um, we're taking a stance, and that's our right to take the stance. Mm-hmm. And also, yes. don't dox people. It's not a no. good look. Don't no. do it. It's, not it's fun. bad. It's not you huge. will go to jail. And even we'll though it's all jail. public knowledge, and even though it's all on white pages, if you, if you, the act of gathering that information and like presenting it. It'll show malice, and that's going to go to jail. Yes. We live yeah. in a world where we are all, in a way, like, citizen journalism is a thing I've studied a lot over, like, the last year. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, in modern society, thanks to social media, we are all journalists in our own way. Even even if it's just, like, camera citizen journalism. Yeah. And you have, have to, fun. with that 
comes all the responsibility that comes with normal journalism, including knowing when to say certain things and when to not say certain things and when to present evidence that you may have collected. There is never a good time to release people's personal addresses or phone numbers. Even though it's public information. Yeah. Or even names. Yeah, or yeah. even names. Like, you yeah. don't name your sources. Yeah, because that... you got permission. And because that was a deal with 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 boycott anime mastery, and yeah, they they docked the wrong people, and they put those people in in dire da- in, in dire da- danger. That is terrible. That is terrible. Those Wait, people had who, nothing to do. Who who doxed it? Uh, people cause... that were like anime mastery uh, fans on Twitter. They, they called just... themselves mercenaries. Yeah, I, I yeah. just wanted Ryan to clarify because yeah, kind of sounded that, 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 like Bam had a uh, doxed someone. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, that's all. That's all. Bam, Monterey did not dox someone. Someone from Anime Matsuri tried to try to dox, thinking that they they're doxing Bam, but they're doxing someone else, which yeah, which is big bad. And not <laughs> so, not okay. It doesn't matter like what that person has done. You don't do that. You don't release that information, even though it's public, public knowledge. Even though it's public knowledge. <laughs> Like, yeah. honestly, if we had, uh, I mean, we've been talking about anim- animated series chairs. If we had their number and stuff like that, we would not be, you know, sharing it or anything like that. It's not our place. Yep. So. All right. Well, that does it for the return of SCN. Uh, you might not be able to hear this if we get, like, a cease and desist or something. <laughs> we'll do a cease and desist special where we'll just yeah. be loud. Yes. We'll be just meowing and loud beeps. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, stick around uh, about 10 seconds after the outro. You can hear uh, podcasts too. Get into podcasts. Hell yeah. And, and, and the, you cannot podcasts. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Well, like I said, expect more of us. Uh, we're back. Expect us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Actually, anonymous member with everything capitalized. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That, that's All right, and... like, oh, no. Honestly, do I have quick... to wear the 4chan man mask? Yeah. <laughs> real quick, uh, my favorite thing that has come out of all of this, besides uh, people taking like a stand in their community, has been local anonymous member with the first letter capitalized. That uh, <laughs> the full the full power of the Pasadena Police Department. They <laughs> are my favorite memes to come uh, out of. But uh, yeah, so, seriously though, I, I cannot. We cannot. Um... Um, appreciate enough um, boycott anime Matsuri and uh, like the other people that are um, standing up and the butt cape they yep. they did, did a great um, uh, like blog post about all the uh, legal issues um, I don't know how to pronounce it Vigil or whatever that person's name is who were posting a bunch of information um, takes a lot of uh, takes some bravery to to kind of like go because they're the only game in town. They have a lot. They have a lot of money, and they have it, a lot of pool in the community. A lot of pool in the community. So that is why, and and that is why it it, t- it took this long for people to organize anime bots, uh, uh, boycott anime matsuri because people were scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. So appreciate we appreciate all that they that they did. And once again, it's like uh, I mean, like we said, if you're for Mitsuri, that's your yeah. right. That's you. You do you. You do you. Go ahead. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But thing. I mean, if you actually like 
took the moment to listen to this. Yes. Uh, maybe you got a little bit out of it. Consider and... both sides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on behalf of all of us, uh, this is uh, Space City Nerd, The Return, an 18-part limited series on Showtime. <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I promise we'll end it, like, in a... No, we're going to end it in a more obtuse way. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> Two Twin Peaks references in one. <laughs> I don't think there's enough Twin Peaks references. Man. Yeah. But all right, from all of us here at SCN, good night, Houston.